0: episode eight. eight yeah episode eight. Oh my god
1: eight we've done it eight times <sighs> eight times done
0: it eight times man
1: episode eight i'm so yeah. excited we're
0: rapidly approaching our season's end
1: <laughs> Uh, you know and you've brought up that you want to make it just like a clean 10 yeah but to me that seems short i think we should go up to 20 before we like say it's the end of a season
0: okay so i i did a tally of like all of our board games and stuff like that at least that we have here even ones that we haven't played from like and loggers and stuff like that so like we only have enough for three seasons like, so <laughs> we have a ten... very
1: we have a very small amount of content
0: yeah so like we might be able to stretch that to four if like some well of like i mean these... maybe
1: if we get a sponsor someday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, drinking wa- by
0: Stormlight <laughs> No, who,
1: who do we want to sponsor us? Uh, uh, Black Box Wines and uh, yeah, just Amazon, that would be great
0: <laughs> Man. Yeah, that'd be dope um, So Yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about Star Wars Legion, another tabletop miniatures game Um, I'll get into that in a whole another whole spiel And what are we going to talk about tonight?
1: Murder? Oh Tonight, Bill, we're going to be talking about the icebox murders. <sighs> ah.
0: All right. Is that like light? And, is that like lighter, like uh, Bobby There's Lasagna? no children involved. Okay. All right. Is it like light, like Bobby Lasagna or whatever his name A- A- is? Lozano. Las- yeah. Is it like.
1: I mean, he still murdered his wife, right? So I don't know. Like, in any scenario when we're talking about murder, there's no such thing as light. Okay. I'm not going to go into crazy detail.
0: Okay. All right.
1: But is it I a will serial say, killer? No, it's not a serial killer. Okay. All right. Okay?
0: All right. That's all but I want to But what
1: I will say is that I am actually prepared to have you guess
0: Fantastic.
1: about how it ends or like oh, who man. done it, who gone and done it.
0: Fan, I'm so happy to okay. hear that. But yeah, because yeah, that'll it's be what be... number number two, two out of eight.
1: Yeah, because I ruin it three. every single time where I either read the word defendant <laughs> off of the <laughs> police report or, you know, but this is a murder from Texas. I know okay. I deviated from that last time, um, but okay. this is a I, I kind of like I like if I can, I want to try to stick to the Texas. Yes bubble just because i think it's on brand yeah so what are you what are you drinking tonight bill
0: uh it's a robert mondavi old bob i think it's like a seven dollar bottle of wine and the only reason why i'm drinking this i cracked open the the good hooch was because we're out of black box
1: that is correct are you drinking the same black box that i'm drinking
0: no i'm drinking that that's what i just said yeah, oh. I cracked into that because you oh. don't have any black box.
1: Right, right, right. So Sweet. I heard, I got confused because I am actually drinking black box. Go. However, it is Sauvignon Blanc from Chile. It yeah. is a 2020 Sauvignon Blanc. That's not song. very good. Um, You know, I got to tell you, the quality of white wine particularly is very subjective to whatever wine you had very previously (laughs) like if you drank really good wine right before it and then you went and drank box wine like yeah it's gonna taste like swill right but tonight
0: that's all you're it's all you've been drinking that's all i've been having
1: yeah yeah that's great so it tastes great that's great yeah so let's talk about Star Wars Legion.
0: Okay, so this, this one takes a little bit of a backdrop here, a little backstory as to why and how we played Star Wars Legion to begin with. So That's
1: a, that's a good story like, to
0: tell. like, a, a bunch of people I worked with, because now, like, one of them is no longer there at San Diego, And also,
1: like, family members on my side, who, Joe and Laura, yeah. were like, Star
0: Wars! Yeah, but I mean, like, why I pushed for it was because people at work were, like, really, really into Star Wars, and I was like, okay, I was like, well, how can I, like... How can I play a game with them that's like not like a role playing game or something like that? Like what kind of board game can I shenanigans can I get into with these people? And and,
1: and the fact that you even want to engage with coworkers at all oh, makes you such a rare bird.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like most well, people like, are
1: like, I have absolutely no desire. Well, because to...
0: typically a lot of times, like if someone is like a Star Wars fan, they're also like a nerd in some other things as well. So, like, in this case, I mean, I'll leave them nameless, but they're a simulation team. And one of them actually, like, plays Magic the Gathering. She was, like, really interested in the Warhammer 40,000 universe. I lent her some books to read. She lent me some to read. No, I read the Mistborn trilogy. But anyway. And uh, the other guy was, like, a huge, like, Lord of the Rings nerd fan, too. So, like... And he played D&D. Nerd fan. I like that.
1: I like that term. I'm going to start calling myself that. Nerd fan. Yes.
0: Nerd fan. So, like, they were all, like, they all, like. Like swim fan. So my my thing was, is like, okay, like if I can like somehow segue them, find the scratch their board game itch, I can get them to play other games like Mordheim and like Warhammer. So all that all they'll be my crap.
1: best friend and they'll never leave me.
0: Or so like I could actually like play games with them like during a lunch break or something. Yeah. You know. So,
1: so, so work is more fun.
0: Yes, exactly. So work is
1: less awkward and Lame. you enjoy spending time with the people you work with. Yeah, I totally get it.
0: So... I found Star Wars Legion tabletop miniatures game and it was relatively cheap as far as like strategy, like miniatures games go. I think it was like 50 or 60 bucks, like on sale somewhere. So I told them about it and they're like, yeah, that sounds fun. Like, just, you know, get a set and like, wall we'll play. Then I bought a set. I painted the minis and I actually played a game you know, with one of them. You're
1: leaving a big chunk of this story out though, because what? when you went and purchased this game me and you watched the entire
0: yeah let's get into that
1: uh, what is the proper term because it's not a quote-unquote trilogy like, it's a star series War,
0: yeah star wars series the, All from, the, like, episode the... one through i think we made it to eight I don't no think we made we,
1: it. we made it through the whole entire no, we, we didn't watch, watch the, the cartoon no
0: but we didn't but we didn't watch like the last one yes we the did the most recent one episode nine or whatever
1: yes we did oh, we
0: did oh yeah. yes we
1: watched every single one
0: the one where mark hamill dies is that the one
1: Yes, we watched that too. Mark Hamill dies. Yeah, no, we watched that. Remember? You don't remember but that? It, was part? that the
0: last one? I thought that was episode eight. I don't know. Anyway, we're getting off. The... Anyway, but either so way, like, what I'm
1: saying is that we watched absolutely every, every Star movie Wars movie we could, so to that immerse we feel, ourselves. so that we could play the game with some sort of backstory
0: yeah to kind of understand what was going on because so, we
1: weren't big we're not big star wars people
0: yeah i don't get to that in a minute um <laughs> <laughs> um so it's a it's a great game i will say that it's very yes. che- it's relatively cheap to like get into and what it is is um uh, it has some really unique dynamics to it that no other strategy like miniatures true. game has very true so either side plays either good or bad or the good force or bad, I don't know, was, Re-
1: rebel or empire, yeah, rebel that's what it empire. is, it's rebel versus empire,
0: and um, that's what the first box set is. There's another box set that is like the clones versus the um, the droids, which is like a cooler box set in my opinion, but anyway, um, each side you you draw a card to determine like what scenario you're going to do, and it's fought on a three foot by three foot gaming space so actually a relatively small yeah
1: so you can play at a restaurant yeah if you really wanted to because there's not a ton of pieces
0: no there's really not and the starter set has everything you need of course to start with including rulers and like barrack even barricades and yeah. stuff and like all the miniatures are um the all the tokens it, sorry to
1: interrupt you but are the pieces already painted
0: no they're not so
1: you did paint them yes okay
0: and i because again like to play this game with these guys like i work like i really one of them, like, oh, my God, like, oh, they're painted. Like, so make, cool. Make right? it as engaging as yeah. possible. And so once you've drawn the scenario, you set up according to whatever the scenario is. We always pretty much play just, like, a pitched battle kind of deal. One side lines up against the other. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then each side has a little commander. Like, if you're playing the Rebels, you got Luke Skywalker. If you're playing the Empire, you have Darth Vader. And each unit that you have also has, like, a little token. Um, which indicates like what kind of unit they are whether that be like infantry or a vehicle or your commander him or herself and you have a hand of command cards so before any play begins each person from their command cards chooses which one that they're going to play and they place it face down and then they reveal them simul and the players reveal them simultaneously whenever whoever has the lowest number of little pips little circles at the top of the card gets to go first for that turn pips little pips little pippins so like
1: name our our second child pip
0: yeah it's gonna have a little british accent (laughs) (laughs) um so it's it gets really cool because and interesting because that mechanic alone you kind of have to determine like okay am i just going to take a hit and um, get rid of like a really high number of pip card and just, I know I'll go last. So that way I save my one so that I'll seize the initiative later on in the game when I really need it. Or if you, if you've gone second, um, in the previous turn, you can then like go, nope, I'm going to lay down this number one pip card and I am for sure going to go first this time. So I back to back turns, you can kind of time things that way, but which I thought was like really friggin' cool. Um, <clears throat> And then you determine who goes first based off of whichever command card uh, has the less, least number of pips. And yeah, then you get to activate a unit. Now, you activate a unit by drawing from one of those little tokens, little pile of tokens. Uh, you can shuffle them around, you can um, in your hand, and then just draw one, or you put it in a box and not look at it, however you want to do it. <laughs> um, but when you draw from the top, and whatever. whatever token that is, that's the unit that you can activate for that turn. So it's at random almost. Um, Some of the command cards that you draw to place down for the pips to determine who goes first, they have like special abilities on them to say like, hey, this turn you can activate without having to draw from that card of, of tokens, of unit tokens and stuff. You can activate for sure one unit or two units or sometimes even three units without having to Kind of chaotically determine or randomly determine which one you're going to go for. So that's also a really cool thing about the command cards. So, generally speaking, like if you go for like a one pip card where like you're going to pretty sure like go first, you're really only going to be able to activate for sure one unit. Or if you have like a four pip card that's like, man, I'm going to go second or last or whatever for sure, it's going to at least give you more better control and focus over your units and you're going to be able to determine. More better. Yeah. a a better understanding and idea of which unit you're going to activate um, at any given time, right? So you kind of have to pick and choose your battles between your priority, um, how many units you're going to activate and um, what order of the turns that you want them to go in. So you activate a unit and each unit has basically two actions that they can do per turn um action points or however you want to look at it. they can do two up to two things a turn they can move they can shoot they can uh, fight in hand-to-hand combat they can aim or they can dodge and those are generally like the four or five things that they can do and again they can do two of those things a turn the only thing that they can't do twice is fight in hand-to-hand combat and shoot so for example if a unit wanted to run then they could simply move twice um, that will be their two actions If a unit wanted to aim and then shoot, aiming allows you to reroll up to two missed shooting die whenever you go to shoot to hit an opposing unit, or you could move and dodge, or just dodge twice and gain two dodge tokens, which allow you to reroll up to two um, defense die, and so on, right? So whenever a unit moves and then, say, shoots, each unit has their own little unit card that tells you what type of dice you get to roll, um, generally speaking, like, the white dice were, like, the really crappy ones that only had, like, one uh, hit and then one, like, critical hit on them. The red dice were—or the black dice were—they um, were, like, so-so. I think they had three. And then the red dice were, like, the most—the most accurate ones for attacking, right? And these are six-sided die. They had, um, I think, four hits on them, total out of six. And— both of the sides were actually balanced pretty well in that regards And that the stormtroopers, the the Empire soldiers and stuff, they were more like defensive. Like they couldn't just like in the movies, incidentally, like if you've ever seen them, they couldn't hit the broad side of a friggin' barn. So they couldn't shoot very well. But they were very resilient because they had battle armor and all that crap. But the rebel troopers were very accurate in shooting and in hand to hand combat, but they died pretty easily because they were just wearing like, I don't know, freaking vests and stuff. Like, like
1: Oscar the Grouch, trash can lids. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, I want to preface this entire conversation yeah. around, I mean, and we we like Star Wars, right? That's I'm, a fair I'm, statement.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that because that's gonna be in my gripes. But, section. It, no,
1: but I mean, like, we have to admit, right? Because that 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 contextualizes what we're going to say, right? Yeah. We like Star Wars. Star Wars is a good story, right? We yeah. are not Star Wars fans. No. Right? It's not fair for us to say we are Star Wars people. No. Right? I enjoy the stories. I don't think the story is as well constructed and as complicated and as intricate as Lord of the Rings. It's... And I think it's... Mm. I, that's just my opinion. My my yeah. My very uneducated... From from surface level opinion, like I just I don't feel like there's as much nuance. Personally, personally, yeah, I think that I love Star Wars. I think it's great. I love the movies. I don't, they're good. I they're don't, good.
0: I don't love Star Wars. I like Star Wars. I like.
1: Okay, that's yeah. a more fair statement. I like Star Wars. I enjoyed the movies. I like episode four. I like episodes four, five, and six way more than oh I like gosh, the yeah. newer ones. I oh, mean yeah. i just do i think I mean, they're Harrison better Ford, what a babe hey excuse me i mean i didn't want to bring that up but like and mark hamill too like yeah. I, it's the four five and six are incredible films i understand why people waited for days to watch those movies 13 times you know um so what i mean is that when we play these games my appeal to play, and I guess I'm jumping right into why I like these games, or why I like Star Wars Legion.
0: Well, you can it, you, can, you can jump into that.
1: I mean, are we jumping? Or yeah. Sh- I mean, uh, are, was there something you wanted to say before I started? Yeah,
0: let, let me wrap things up real quick. Oh, oh okay. 15 seconds. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, you just go back and forth, alternating um, activating units until you can't activate any more units, and then if someone else has more units than you... They get to move their units and shoot and all that stuff however they want. There's represent. What's cool about the game is that the- all the models there like they look like the actual movie stuff. Um, the Star Set's a really good deal in that like you have the speeder bikes for the Empire side, stormtroopers. Yes. The rebels so have cool. rebel troopers. Those are fun. Luke, yeah, and like a little AT-RT, I think it's called, like a little tiny little walker dude. Um,
1: <clears throat> I don't remember him.
0: He's like the little chicken walker thing.
1: A chicken walker.
0: Yeah, not like the Imperial one, but like a little. <laughs> Yeah, just a little guy, but it uh, it's a it's it's a really good game, um, I should say. It's very well thought out. It's published by Fantasy Flight Games, which they are like a board game publisher, and that that's pretty much like all they do. So they threw a lot of weight behind um, mm-hmm. Star Wars Legion because they probably spent a fair amount of money to get that intellectual property. Yeah from this from friggin' disney
1: yeah oh my god yeah. i can't even imagine
0: yeah to get how expensive so. and, and
1: like that's a whole other podcast talking about like disney right, buying out and, yeah star wars that's a whole other yeah. kit and caboodle so we won't even touch that guy so
0: all right so let's we'll move on to your I, likes and i want to talk
1: about i want to talk about there's some nuance to this okay. the game in and of itself. Is a fabulous game. Mm -hmm. The the game is freaking awesome. And what I'll say is that. Do I think this game is a uh, gateway game? Not necessarily. But. It's simple enough. And complicated enough. To pull in. People like me. (laughs) (laughs) Who are like wow like it this game is um pretty simple it's pretty easy to get it's a tabletop role-playing game
0: Ta- just tabletop miniatures game
1: Whatever. Excuse- how is it not role-playing
0: because you're not role-playing like role-playing why can't i in, pretend that i'm
1: that i'm
0: you surely can but it's not part of the rules okay or like the nature you're of
1: right whatever
0: yeah Tops miniatures game.
1: Okay, you're right. It's a tabletop miniatures game, and what I what I enjoy about it is that the rules are fairly simple. It's pretty quick to learn. Um, it's it, you don't have a ton of gobbledygook that you have to deal with in regards to like you don't need like a board game. You don't need like the actual board. You don't need like this tile yeah. no, you don't need a true. huge tile to play on <laughs>
0: excuse me no that's true
1: um but you don't need a huge tile to play on you don't need a ton of set you don't need a ton of other you know pieces yeah, it's right all right there in the it's box. all in the box um the rules are pretty straightforward and simple for the most part but they're just complicated enough to where um, people who are newcomers feel like they're maybe playing something that's a little bit more complicated. It's like, in 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 one way, yeah. you could say it's a gateway game. Yeah, right. It's like the step above the gateway.
0: So I'd say it's like an intermediate.
1: Intermediate. Yeah,
0: like intermediate. they played a, like yeah. someone has played a few board games. Right. Like they understand how to read a rule book. Or I something.
1: I really because we started playing, uh, Star Wars Legion, during the pandemic. When we, it was
0: right after Rowan was born.
1: I feel like we played after lockdown, though. Oh sure,
0: we did, but I mean, yeah. like we first played like right after Rowan. I have was born. N- I have no like,
1: memory of that time because
0: I have pictures. Postpartum depression
1: sucks. Because like I have pictures, <laughs> I only
0: know this because like I have pictures, and like that that was around the time when like no, I was, I have pictures,
1: but um, but I. I, I love this game because there's... I love this game for the same reason I love Lord of the Rings strategy battle game. Because of the story. The storyline is fun for me because I get to... like I, I mean, I tried to describe it as a role-playing game, right? Like, I get to pretend like I'm in that storyline. Yeah. Right? And so that, in and of itself, is just fun for me. I love... Uh, i yours? love to try to place myself in a storyline that i enjoy and and star wars is like that for many many people right i mean literally who, who there you, are people who would slice me open you know like nose to navel if they heard me say that i'm like okay with star wars you know and
0: and who do you always play as
1: oh i always play as Darth Vader. I always I love playing Darth Vader because he is unstoppable.
0: Yeah, he does have In the have game it, in
1: the game he is There's a
0: special rule that says unstoppable.
1: He is he moves he moves really slowly, but it's because he's got swag and he is just walking into the battlefield controlling <laughs> the force and he's crushing skulls with the force.
0: That is true. He is doing certainly doing that.
1: You know. So um force. I mean, that's what he's doing. That's his. That's his strength in the game is the force, is his ability. Do you remember that? Like, Mm
0: -hmm. um, yes. Yeah, he's got like uh, he can throw his lightsaber or something like that, and it'll like come back. No, he doesn't
1: even have a lightsaber on the battlefield. No, it was the
0: rule was like he can choke out an enemy or one of his friendly units if they were getting ready to like panic and break. He can basically like choke them from a distance and, like, yeah. kill one of them, you take a wound automatically. He was, like, if,
1: if you were in hand-to-hand with was like him... like, a
0: commissar, basically. <laughs> if like you're a in Russian hand-to-hand commissar. with him,
1: you're going to die. Yes. Like, do not engage. Do, do not, not engage.
0: engage.
1: <laughs> you know? So I loved playing him because I love playing the bad guy. Yeah,
0: he just chewed through my rubber. Yeah, my it was... Rubbers. I
1: kicked your butt so many times. Am I wrong? I feel I like I beat so. you. I'm pretty I sure fe-
0: you beat me three out of four times if I had hazard. We address. played
1: that game... What's yeah, great pre- about this game is that... It goes really fast. Yes. We played... Every game is, what, 20 minutes, 25, 30 mm, minutes?
0: I'd say, like, half an hour. Yeah. like Maybe 45 it, if you're, like, taking your time.
1: If you're taking your time. That's yeah. slow. But, like, we we would play a game and it would go by in 25 minutes. And and I'd be like, okay, let's do it again. Let's do that again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, um,
1: so... Other things, other things I like, um, besides like the actual like storyline of Star Wars, I like that it doesn't take very long. I also like that I can sit down and play the entire game. Yeah for the most part. because I complain about having to set up Everything sit- is an inconvenience. <laughs> That's correct. Any sort of request that you ever make of me is inconvenient in some way, shape, or form. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what do you not like about it?
1: Um, I would say that the things that I don't, I mean, why don't you go first? Because I know you have like a list.
0: Oh my God. How much time do you have? I mean, like it's.
1: Um, not that much.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. So I'm going to start off with a good real quick. I, all those things you just said, pretty much. Um, I really enjoyed that the two mechanics that makes it stand out from the others is that it's the priority organization with the commander cards with the little pips, um, and the activation, like activating units back and forth. Like sometimes you don't know you have to kind of balance that pro and con. I think that's really unique. And I don't think there's any other strategy game, tabletop miniatures game that mimics that or replicates that experience and i think it's really cool and it's unique to the game that
1: is unique yeah
0: i also think that it's a very shallow entry like you pointed out into getting into tabletop miniatures games in that like the starter set like the core set costs like i think like you can get as cheap as 60 bucks now on amazon and you get 40 some odd miniatures which even if you're looking at like a price point like dollar for a miniature or maybe a buck 15 for a per miniature and all these rules and the barricades and rulers and all that kind of crap and the dice like it's actually a really good value the droids and clone clone one um is a little bit more expensive but that's because the parts are a little more fiddly it's more expensive to make and all that crap um <clears throat> things i don't like about it, i just don't like star wars like i i like really? it really yeah i man i
1: why don't you like star wars me
0: i've tried like i just to me it's like there's so many other good like sci-fi like storylines out there this is just you
1: are super big into sci-fi
0: yeah so like to me it doesn't really it's so so black it's so black and white there's very little shades of gray where it's Mm. like fucking oh it's just
1: like evil and good
0: evil and good the fucking force like and the that's dark it. guard the dark's like give me a break man like it's there are so many like just the i hate to heart i hate to make this comparison because it's not fair but like the F- warhammer forty thousand, like the games workshop like storylines and all that stuff that are set in like the far future and like forty thousand millennium like to me, that has so much more layers than. There's nuance. There's so much more nuance, and like great shades of gray, and the Inquisition, and like the Emperor of Mankind, and like good versus evil. But there's like a thousand million different shades of gray in between. I mean, the do two. you think people
1: would? Do you think people and, would uh, like s- more Star Wars? hardcore people would be like you're wrong
0: oh for sure because like the other thing too is like look out this is me as an outsider looking in right we don't I've, know i haven't read any of the books so like if there so-
1: are excuse me there oh, my are God. books
0: There's, yeah oh jesus christ there, there are, are hundreds. star wars books yeah my friend that i used to work with she got She's no longer there, but she gave me a book to read. I got the first, like, 60 pages while I was at work, because I was like...
1: There are books. There are... Holy shrimp.
0: I would hazard to guess hundreds, to be honest. Because, I mean, there's so many different, like... It's a galaxy, right? There's an infinite number of material that can be written, for the most part, and, like... And
1: Disney just loves that. Well, this has
0: been going on for a long time. Long, long, long time under like Lucas. So films. does George Lucas. Yeah, exactly. He loves it. Oh, so that's like... the
1: other thing that I don't love about the Star Wars universe is that it's extremely corporatized. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like to me, and I'm I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but it just feels very much like George Lucas is like. It reminds me of George R. R. Martin. It's like you can do whatever yeah. you want with. My yeah. creative...
0: Yeah, have your way my, with have your My way creation.
1: With yeah, just, like, do whatever you want with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've got my opinions about how G- Georgie Boy handled that, but, um, like, I... Yeah, I just don't really. I don't enjoy it. It's too black and white for me. Um, too black and white. Okay. I think I don't think your comparison of like the Lord of the Rings in comparison to that the Lord of the Rings is more I mean, so. I think it only. Yeah, I was think, about
1: to say Lord of the Rings is extremely black but, and white.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's I mean, like there no, are some nuances with like Boromir. There's
1: no nuance.
0: No, but I mean, like he like succumbs to the ring, but like you're rooting from the whole time. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, like, like when you talk about he's like, a good like man and like and then like he men, last men minute. are
1: corruptible. Like that was like yeah. the first. That's like the premise right the, which you can make in the, the star whole
0: story Wa- yeah which you can make in star wars 2 is a good side and they're dark whatever dark and yeah, yeah. i don't even know anymore so like but it, again We're I gonna just get, you know
1: this episode is going to be like the end of our entire our, podcast
0: yeah our one listener jeff is going to probably like throw, <laughs> throw, throw his phone out the window while he's driving to work um so i that's what i really don't like about it um i could go on why i don't enjoy star wars like i will say like i enjoyed some of the movies like and like i I enjoy them as movies right like as an intellectual property and like a storyline no 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 no. like outside of films yeah like contained after i watched them for two hours like was i um, entertained yeah yeah i gotta
1: tell you was
0: i was i interested to know more about the universe or role play as like any of the science not really but i would feel that i will say that like while we were watching these movies in preparation of playing this game I definitely enjoyed playing the tabletop game because, like you, I was in the zone, like as rebel commander or whatever. Like, okay, fuck the dark side, like let's screw them. But expanding out into that, no, I don't really.
1: I um. I don't get it. I, I think I disagree with you a little bit in regards to you know. While I, I know I said earlier that I love. The movies in and of themselves i loved episodes four five and six like the originals right those are great i think one two and three are hot garbage yeah i really think they're bad but i gotta tell you the new ones
0: yeah they're kylo ren yeah and
1: and what's the girl ren right isn't her name ren
0: rin Bryn? i don't this know this is
1: this is why we don't we're not authorities yeah we're not authorities. on this like we shouldn't even be allowed to talk about this. yeah i
0: mean there's a lot of like those talk movies about, like,
1: those movies
0: are freaking really good. great yeah but and, they like, are good but every single one is just the same goddamn thing over and over again that's what fucking i hate like all right so like i just like four, to me like, six, like i just like love OGs. that
1: i just love that i think it's ren i think her name is ren yeah she's just like she's i i just love that the narrative of this like you know male superiority bullshit like finally ended when disney bought it out oh i'm glad that that became flipped
0: on its ear yeah i got an opinion i got a, I got a kind of so-so opinion about like the forced diversity in it like i'm not against it but i'm also just kind of like in some aspects i was like all right like it's a little heavy-handed. Okay, like well, that's your hammer.
1: that's your misogyny speaking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I really I really have to reflect on that.
1: You should oh go work work on that. Anyway, Jesus. let's move on. Let's talk about the game itself. Yeah. The game all right. clearly okay. Clearly, this game is great. It's a really great game because it it allows us to engage with this narrative, right? Mm-hmm. And it, we can talk about these stories. We can talk about the movies, right? Like so. Uh, and then like on the flip side a, a criticism of that is that uh it's extremely corporatized right like yeah the, one of the reasons the only reason we played this game is because it's attached
0: to the universe to the universe so right? like that leads into my only other like criticism of the game real quick is that like Published by Fantasy Flight Games, like, when you look on their website and you see other comparably priced games, right? Like, it comes with a box, it has tokens, it has miniatures, it's got a f- fucking rule book that's in black and white and all that stuff. Like, those board games, like, clock in at, like, 40 bucks, maybe 30 um, And the expansions are just as cheap. When you look at the Star Wars Legion stuff, like the yes the starter set is really really affordable and it's a great value and it's great to get you in the door my big gripe against it is that the minute like the plastic itself is pv it's uh, pra or i think it's a pra plastic it's kind of like flimsy so like whenever you go to like play like pick them up like you can literally like press your finger down on a gun and it'll like kind of bend down a little bit it's like Okay, and uh, I mean, there's pros and cons. Like, if you drop it, like, it's not going to freaking break. Yeah. But anyway, so, like, they seem a little, like, cheaper and, like, kind of jankier. Um, but they charge, like, through the fucking nose for these things.
1: Because...
0: Of the intellectual property. Like, I right. understand, I get it. And, like, people who are into Star Wars are going to pay whatever because... Funny story, there was a guy at Target today, who long ponytail, right out the gate, right? Had a Yoda t-shirt on, and he was taking a picture of a star wars like lego set of like boba fett's like helmet and you just made it out of lego bricks that cost like 80 dollars because like i went and checked like after he left so like what is this guy i'm sure he's like taking a picture and texting his wife or like his friend like hey i'm gonna buy this or like do you want this like oh this is cool yeah, yeah. and i like went over it's like 80 fucking dollars for like 200 little tiny pieces of plastic i was like oh my Dude, god
1: legos are also super expensive so that's yeah, a whole other yeah but game. like anyway
0: so like People pay through the nose for this, but like I'm talking, like you buy a box of another unit of five little and the, dudes, uh, and we can dudettes. talk about
1: this also. In that, like Star Wars, like I know you said that there are books, but I think this is also my prejudice. The majority of Star Wars fans don't read those books. They're they're yeah. they're movie people, which is okay. fine. Yeah, which is perfectly fine. It's
0: much more mainstream. Yeah, I can I can wrap my head around that. You know, I can buy that. But I mean, like it—you you buy a unit of five little janky plastic models, and it costs you like 30 dollars. Yeah. Like you, okay. If I equate seven dollars, right? Okay. If I'm paying seven dollars for a miniature, it's going to be first of all made out of resin, so you have an incredible, incredible amount of detail. Not of this like—it almost looks like the miniature like came out of like a fire. It looks like crap. Like, it's going to be a resin miniature or a high-detail P- PVA plastic, like, hard-compressed plastic with great detail. Or, like, it's go- you're going to give me, like, a lot of these really crappy miniatures, right? You're not going to charge me $35. Like, if we, want to, if we wanted to continue playing Star Wars Legion and, like, expand our forces and stuff, we would have to pay through the nose. And, like, i right. are not willing to do that to pay for, like, really low-quality right right to and me. That, th- i th- mean, well, like, and though, i agree sure... with you
1: but i don't think i think the company isn't in, in ve- that's the thing is that this game is not about the game the game isn't about the play
0: it's about the cones <laughs> <laughs> like.
1: you have to you have to remember the essence of so the, the game. game. It's, it's about, about the cones. cones. All right,
0: it's about telling the story. No, the
1: the whole point of the game is not to play the game. That's what I don't like about this game is that it's not about the essence of the game. It's about telling, retelling the story of Star Wars, which is one of the reasons I also love Lord Battle of Stra- Lord of the Rings Battle Strategy Strategy Battle Game Strategy Battle Fuck. <laughs> you know yeah. it's the same but that but that's so that's not right exactly people are not going to go out and buy this game because they want to play this game they want to go and relive their nostalgia yeah that's yeah. the whole point yeah. so they don't give a shit yeah. if the if the models are perfect and made out of resin or glass or whatever the right. fuck. all
0: right so i will i will say we
1: have to wrap this yeah up. we gotta
0: we got wrap this up and <laughs> I, I will say like so if you my gripes are like very like from a, a i should say an experienced like tabletop miniatures gamer right so like i i will say this i love fantasy Flight games. I think the I think Star Wars Legion is a fantastic it's a game. Really it is a great really great game.
1: game. Because, if you like Star Wars even a little bit,
0: yeah, you will really like it because I think what we were you were getting at earlier is that it's very but easy like to learn. I think that's a requirement. Yeah. You have
1: to like Star Wars even a little bit to yeah. play this game. Like you're not going to just go if you buy this game.
0: No, if you don't like Star Wars, you're going to be like What's the point? Pff.
1: What's the point? Yeah.
0: But it's a it's a great the star sets are great value they're very easy to assemble too that's what I will say about a, a, a pro. yeah you put them together really fast literally like they come in torsos and legs and heads they're all connected and you literally just like put their arms you just glue more, them together really yeah, fast really fast and you don't yeah. even have to glue them you can just like pop them in and like, oh really yeah you don't have to glue them I glued, oh yeah like I glued mine afterwards but like
1: well interesting
0: anyway so that's the good that's the bad it's a fantastic game I really don't have. Bad any bad things to say about hey, the American. Hey, and than listen to miniatures.
1: me. Listen to me. I love Disney. I love everything Disney ever does. Mm. So please, Walt Disney. I know you're frozen on ice right now, but please never deny me.
0: What about the- Jim Jim Crow? The character Jim Crow, wasn't that his name? The Crow.
1: Why are you Why are you doing this? Doing what? Why are you bringing that up? I don't know. That's obviously terrible. Okay. Yes, I know. Walt Disney was an anti-Semite. Yes, I know. Walt Disney was a racist. We know. But I love Disney movies. Stop. Yes. That now. I just want everyone to know I love Disney.
0: Walt, you out there?
1: He is. He's, he is our one listener. He's he's cryogenically <laughs> unfrozen somewhere Ugh. in the world. Anyway, so now
0: Not are there. we done? Yeah. That man. I'm, I apologize because that took way longer than...
1: Yes, that's correct. Because we like, started we started delving into the conversation around why, why I don't like corporatization powers. and money and yeah. we shouldn't have. But now we're going to briefly <laughs> talk about my murder. Murdered. We're going to talk tonight about the Houston 1960s icebox murders.
0: I got to admit, I kind of like 60s and 70s murders. I'm into it. Just because, like, it's...
1: Dude, did you know...
0: Mustaches. This is
1: totally separate, but did you know that there was a stretch of highway on 45 South
0: Yep. And it's called the Killing River. Fields? Yeah, it's where League City is now, isn't it? Did you... You knew this? Yeah. They talked about it on the rig.
1: Are you serious? Yeah, the yeah because they think there was a serial killer. Yeah. In Galveston or somewhere basically where we live.
0: Yeah, because they like unearthed like almost like thirty a mass or tomb. forty. Yeah. yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Like
1: Yeah, there were like thirty or forty yeah. dead people. And now there's anyway, townhomes. That's then. we'll talk about that on a different episode. There's a episode. Costco there now. <laughs> there's a Costco there now. But tonight we're gonna be talking about the icebox murders. And away we go. Okay. Alright. So it it was June 23rd. I like how we started talking about murder and the second I started, some weird sound happened (laughs) right next to us. So it was June 23rd, 1965, in none other than Houston, Texas. What? Yeah. Fred and Edwina Rogers, 81 and 72 respectively. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Just listen. (laughs) They hadn't answered their phone in 3 days and their nephew Marvin was growing increasingly concerned. Marvin decided to go to their home but he found the house was all locked up and the blinds were still drawn. So and he had no way to check on his his aunt and uncle so he called the police and requested a welfare check because oh. what else would you do, right? The elderly aunt and uncle so around 9 p.m two police officers accompanied marvin to the rogers house and knocked on the door yeah. when there was no answer police kicked the door in oh which you know it's 19 <laughs> well, it's 1965 so so prob- yeah. so probable cause is a little flexible uh so they kicked the door in with um Inside, there was no sign of the elderly couple anywhere, or their forty-three-year-old son Charles, who had still lived at home when the house was. He was no—he lived at the house, but he was known to be like a recluse. But there was no sign of him there. Nice. Yeah. Um. Or any of them, right? I there was want... no sign of all three of them.
0: I want to move back in with my parents in eleven years when I'm forty-three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, me too yeah they live on a lake Uh, let's all do it (laughs) (laughs) well all
1: all all of us will just have separate rooms yeah exactly perfect so the one and a half story home was disorderly but marvin said uh neither his aunt or his aunt or his uncle were the best housekeepers so that didn't seem odd to him Uh, what did seem odd however was the moldy dinner on their table and the smell of rot coming from their refrigerator in the kitchen so like oh. time had passed right so an uh, an officer op- opens the refrigerator right uh and what and he saw what he thought was at first stacks of washed but unwrapped hog meat right no. it's 90- it's the 1960s lining every shelf in the fridge um And, like, just as he was about to, like, close the refrigerator door, like, he was like, oh, it's it's Texas in the 1960s. Like, it's just meat, Uh, right? But before he, like, goes to close the door, he starts to, he kind of realizes there are two human heads in the vegetable crisper drawer Mm. of the refrigerator. Of the, what did they used to call it in the 1960s? They probably called it the 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 frigilator. i don't know <laughs> um so he opened the crisper drawer and he realized that his initial assumption was very wrong about the hog meat an article from the amarillo globe tribes de- uh, tr- times described the scene scene quote on all the shelves and in the freezer compartment were the dismembered body parts of fred and edwina hmm. cut and unwrapped washed off pieces smaller than individual joints there was very little food in the icebox. Hmm. in the vegetable crisper were the un were the severed heads of fred and edwina a murder investigation ensued and charles became the number one suspect
0: the son yeah yeah okay
1: so tell me what you're thinking
0: He didn't do it. I don't think he did. You don't think he did it? No.
1: Nope. Why?
0: He's a recluse. Uh... Yeah, I just don't think he did it.
1: Why? You have to give me more than just why. Tell me why okay, you say that. If you
0: that. are a recluse like that, that means that you've got an umbilical cord still attached to mommy and daddy. like Or maybe not... he's
1: going through financial difficulties.
0: You're not going to do that.
1: Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so since Charles was the number one suspect, who else would think to lock up the house after killing his parents in a very personal and demented way, right? So mm-hmm. the evidence is definitely pointing to Charles. Sure. Um investigators determined that Edwina had been beaten and then shot at execution style. Oh. Fred had been beaten to death with a claw hammer. His eyes had been gouged out from his skull. And his genitals had been removed. Oh. Just let that sink in. Mm. Uh, after Fred and Edwina were dead, the couple were dragged into the downstairs bathtub. Um, it, it was there that the bodies were completely drained of blood, their blim their blims, their limbs and torsos cut into fridge sized pieces. Okay. The couple's organs were later found in a new nearby sewer. Like somebody went, like cut out useless organs. Yeah. <laughs> as if any of them were useful.
0: The smooth, the smooth muscle. Yeah. Ones.
1: The killer had chopped them up and flushed them down the toilet. The medical examiner is quoted in the Amarillo Globe Tri Times. I don't know why he keeps trying to say t- tribes, times as saying. Whoever did this apparently took their time and knew what they were doing. The dismembering was a fairly neat job, which, which, you know, I guess is, is, I guess is a compliment to the murderer. (laughs) Like, you did a good job. Um, the house had actually been really carefully cleaned of blood. There was no blood in the house anywhere.
0: Yeah, recluse didn't do this.
1: You seriously don't think he did it?
0: No. I don't think he did it. Because he's... If he's going through financial troubles... The only way he could have done this is like he was like an autopsy guy or like he was a butcher or something like that. And like...
1: What if he had three days to clean everything up with bleach and... I
0: mean, dismembering the bodies? No. Charles didn't do it.
1: Okay. That's interesting. The house had been carefully cleaned of the blood and evidence through tests. and I mean, it's the 1960s, right? So, quote unquote, tests are like kind of BS. We didn't see nothing. Yeah, right? Uh, though tests indicated a large amount of blood that had been cleaned from the bathroom floor and tub, the wooden stairs leading to Charles' bedroom had been scrubbed clean. He lived in the attic, by the way.
0: Okay, so that's like the one and a half.
1: That's correct. Yeah, he lived in like the loft space or whatever. Uh, In his room, there was clothing, a hot plate and a kettle, Mm. dishes and a collection of ham radios, which I don't know what a ham radio is, but I assume it's like.
0: It's like a hand crank thing.
1: I don't know if that's true. I would think it would just look like a ham. We don't know. It's the 60s. There was also a bloodied keyhole saw
0: in his room. Oh, come on. That got planted there. By who? The government.
1: The government. Uh the authorities determined they were looking for someone who had experience with anatomy, like somebody who knew what they were doing. Okay. They believed the keyhole saw was what was used to dismember Fred and Edwina. It was estimated that Rogers had been dead for 3 that the that the Rogers, both of them, had been dead for 3 days, meaning they were murdered
0: on Father's Day inconclusive.
1: <laughs> we found wolf hair in your in your pe- in your in, in, your, your, poo- feces. in your feces. Inconclusive. inconclusive. How is that inconclusive? <laughs> How is that not specific to one of you? Uh, so Charles Frederick Rogers was the 43-year-old said to be extremely intelligent and with an intense interest in ham radios. Yeah. He spoke seven languages and had a bachelor's degree of science in nuclear physics. He had been a pilot for the U.S. Navy during World War II and served in the Office Office of Naval Intelligence. Mm -hmm. Upon discharge, he became a seismologist for the Shell Oil Company. At some point in the 1950s, Charles is said to have been involved in the Civil Air Patrol where he met David Ferry, Mm -hmm. a man later accused of being involved in the plot to assassinate JFK. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. All right. Little factoid. You're going to think that it's just crazy information that doesn't have anything to do with his parents' death, but uh, it's about to get crazier.
0: Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. Because you're going to exonerate Charles. Oh, Charles. for
1: sure. After nine years with Shell, Charles inexplicably quits his job without explanation and moved in with his parents. But they rarely ever saw their son. He moves in with them and he rarely sees his parents. Yeah. Charles turned into a loner and a recluse living in the attic bedroom and only communicating with his parents through notes that they would pass each other
0: under his bedroom door. Nothing strange about that. <laughs> I text you whenever around whenever sleeping, I text you on my phone. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I did it today. You're like, hey, like Moody Gardens is closed. <laughs> Sad face. (laughs) Nothing strange
1: about that. It's just the 1960s version of a text message. Yeah. Totally normal. Totally normal. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you still think? Yeah. Charles Charles is totally innocent. Scott (laughs) Clean.
0: I think somehow the government planted because this guy (laughs) was implicated in the. Assassination JFK, they planted this evidence on Charles to just link everything together. Like, oh, he's a sociopath. He's linked to the assassination. It's all a fake. It's (laughs) all a fake.
1: Grassy (laughs) Knoll. Okay. Okay. Here it comes. After the murders. I'm sorry. (laughs) After the murders of Fred and Edwina, an international manhunt commenced in the search for Charles. Oh. Because no one can find him.
0: Yeah, because he's like, I need a break. I <laughs> wish my parents were just <laughs> dismembered. I need to get out of here. You know, I need to go down to Cancun. I, I need a break. Yeah, I need to go down to most... Cabo. I'm going to Cabo Wabo Margarita train.
1: <laughs> okay. Most, most of the... <laughs> okay. I got to stop. Okay. Most of the Robert's neighbors were shocked to learn that they even had a son at all because they had never seen him before.
0: they never talked about him?
1: Like, I... they'd never seen him. So, those who knew about Charles, like his cousin Marvin, okay. this is his cousin, said Charles rarely left the house. I
0: say, let me guess. Oh, he definitely did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but when he so he so Charles rarely left the house, according to Marvin. But when he did, it was before dawn, and he wouldn't return until after dark. <sighs> <So gasps> ah, trees, leaves, like just like a sprouts. like a okay. like a opossum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, what he did all day is totally unknown. Despite a national and despite a nationwide manhunt, Charles would never be seen again. Ever in 1992, John R. Craig and Philip A. Rogers documented Charles's life in the book The Man on the Grassy Knoll There it is <laughs> oh. In it the authors who were investigators for the National Intelligence Service Bureau claim uh, that Charles was a CIA agent in the nineteen in the mid until the 19. 19- 80s, they accused Charles of being one of the men who assassinated JFK and impersonating uh, Lee Harvey Oswald in Me- Mexico City. They say Charles was um, one of the, quote, three tramps, along with uh, Charles Harrelson, father of actor Woody Harrelson, mm. and Chauncey Holt, who were arrested in Dealey Plaza after the assassination of Kennedy. These are all these references that I just made. I know nothing about, no. to be honest. Um, the authors also claim that this is why Charles had to kill his parents. Edwina was listening to and keeping track of Charles's CIA phone calls that I guess he made over like a landline, right? Because that's all that existed in the 1960s. The elderly couple knew too much and needed to be killed. So obviously chopping them up into little pieces. Was the only logical outcome.
0: Yeah, I mean, he didn't do it. It was Marvin. It was <laughs> Marvin. Was okay, like, okay. Hey, I'm going to call the cops on my own crime. <laughs> what better mask? So, in
1: 1997, you know, many years later, forensic accountant Hugh Gardnier and his wife Martha began investigating the crime themselves. They wrote their own book detailing their theories the icebox murders that's the name of the book in the book they acknowledge that charles had dealings with the cia contract work with cia contract workers while he was a seismologist for shell but they completely reject the notion that charles was a cia agent himself who needed to dismember his parents after they overheard his not so secret phone calls from the attic about killing kennedy right They're like, that's bullshit. Instead, the Garniers believe Charles was emotionally and physically abused as a child Hmm. and as an adult by his father, which, you know, cutting off his father's genitals on Father's Day might confirm that just a tiny bit.
0: Yeah, dads out there, don't beat your kids. It's a recipe for disaster.
1: Mothers and fathers, just be good to your kids. Yeah. Like I don't know what else to tell you. Like
0: their kids, they're, yeah, they're be
1: right. nice be good to your children. Be an
0: adult, like <laughs> take the stop hide. being
1: a piece of shit and treating your children <sighs> terribly. Yeah. Be kind and loving to your children, and maybe they won't murder you and cut off your penis one day.
0: Be nice. Be, be nice. Not just nice once or twice. twice.
1: That's good. That's enough. Uh, that's from our child's toy. Bus. That the bus a toy bus um they claim that near the end of their life ed the the authors they claim that edwina and fred were both defrauding their son forging his signature on deeds of land that he owned and taking out loans in his name pocketing that money the garniers label fred and edwina as quote devious con artists Uh, They say Fred worked as a bookie, regularly engaging in gambling and fraud, stealing large sums of money, uh, and was being physically abusive towards their son. So that he, like, had to do it? I don't know. Uh, Charles Rogers, their son, was legally declared dead by a Houston judge in July of 1975. So that his estate could be probated. The murders of Fred and Edwina Rogers remain to this day unsolved.
0: Huh. Yeah, it's Marvin did it. I wonder what Marvin had to say. It we'll was Marvin. Know. We'll never know. So Grassy Knoll.
1: Grassy knoll. Cabo Wabo. What are you thinking?
0: I'm thinking Marvin did it. I'm thinking Marvin! Charles took a long vacay down to Cabo. And he's probably still down there, just sipping on margaritas. I one
1: hundred and fifty thousand percent think that Marv, not Marvin, did it. That Charles murdered the shrimp out of his parents. Some other
0: murderer, and Charles is too smart to do. Okay, help me
1: understand why you're so defensive of Charles. Talk me through that thought process. Why would he do it? Because his parents were abusive. Maybe because it was easy. Why Why are you so defensive of him? This freaks me out a little bit.
0: I don't know. Why don't you check our freezer? How about
1: that? <laughs> I'm going to cre- check the, yeah, check now. the, to kale kale the crisper now.
0: I'm going to see the crisper. <laughs>
1: kale? Kale or a decapitated head?
0: Yeah. Kale? More like, oh, hail, kale. Oh, yeah. no. In so... the words of our son... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, that was fantastic. Is this where I'm supposed to guess when the husband did it?
1: You were supposed to guess who did it.
0: uh uh-huh.
1: And you did terribly.
0: Well, we'll never know. That's correct. Yeah, we all I know.
1: chose this week to pick an unsolved case because I knew you wouldn't be able to guess because no one can. No,
0: yeah, that's my Christian opinion. And you know
1: what that reminds us all? That if you're good enough, you can get away with murder you're good enough at it, you can totally do it.
0: Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> Why I'm nice to the, you.
1: The, the more I compile I, I, an extensive weekend, knowledge. Yeah,
0: like last weekend you were devastated that I didn't get you a Mother's Day card.
1: You didn't even and... get, okay. We aren't even going to bring this up. This so, man didn't week, even buy me a Mother's Day card. So I
0: worked my booty off all weekend said you didn't murder me. 'Cause you would get away with it.
1: That's correct. I know how to do it. Yeah. We had Mother's Day this weekend.
0: Yeah. Anyway, had weekend.
1: anyway, let's talk about <sighs> what we're going to talk about on our next episode. What game? And I don't know what murder. Um What game do you want to talk about? We just finished playing Mordheim.
0: I wanna that for the season finale, because I got a lot to say about that
1: game. Okay, alright, we're gonna save Mordheim for yeah. the season finale. So what game do you want to do next time?
0: Um we could do Carcassonne. What? Carcassonne.
1: Carcassonne. Is that
0: like tile game where you like lay tiles and it's like in the French countryside? We played it in Oh
1: yeah, yeah that's a fun game. Yeah, we,
0: will, we will definitely have to play that game again because again with Star Wars Legion we haven't played in like I love nine that months.
1: game. Car- yeah. Carcassonne? Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Let's do that one next time. That's fun. Let's do that one.
0: Yeah, this week we'll play it, and then we'll record this week.
1: Okay, perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for yeah. another disjointed and unorganized episode yeah. of Bored, Bored to, to Death. Death. See, y'all ne- see y'all next week.